55, Dill 7088, Chascomus 5667, Mercedes 9269, and Alsa 10.185, once the center of the jerk beef industries. The early history of the province of Buenos Aires was a struggle for supremacy over the other provinces for a period of two generations. Its large extent of territory was secured through successive additions by conquest of adjoining Indian territory south and west, the last additions being as late as 1879. Buenos Aires became a province of the Confederation in 1820, and adopted a constitution in 1854, which provides for its administration by a governor and legislature of two chambers, both chosen by popular vote. An unsuccessful revolt in 1880 against the national government led to the federalization of the city of Buenos Aires, and the selection of La Plata as the provincial capital, the republic assuming the public indebtedness of the provinces at that time as an indemnification, before the new capital was finished. However, the province had incurred further liabilities of 10 million sterling, and has since then been greatly handicapped in its development in consequence. AJLB Buenos Aires a city and port of Argentina, and capital of the Republic, in 34 degrees 36 21 S. Lat, and 58 degrees 21 W. Long, on the west shore of the Low Plate Estuary, about 155 meters above its mouth, and 127 meters W by N from Montevideo. The estuary at this point is 34 meters wide, and so shallow that vessels can enter the docks only through artificial channels kept open by constant dredging. Previously to the construction of the new port, ocean-going vessels of over 15 feet draft were compelled to anchor in the outer roads some 12 meters from the city, and communication with the shore was effected by means of steam tenders and small boats, connecting with long landing piers, or with carts driven out from the beach. The city is built upon an open grassy plain extending inland from the banks of the estuary, and north from the Riachula or Matanzas River where the Boca port is located. Its average elevation is about 65 feet above sea level. The federal district, which includes the city and its suburbs and covers an area of 72 square meters was detached from the province of Buenos Aires by an act of Congress in 1880, with the construction of the new port and reclamation of considerable areas of the shallow water frontage. The area of the city has been greatly extended below the line of the original estuary banks. The streets of the old city which are narrow and laid out to enclose rectangular blocks of uniform size, run nearly parallel with the cardinal points of the compass, but this plan is not closely followed in the new additions and suburbs. This uniformity in plan, combined with the level ground and the style of buildings first erected, gave to the city an extremely monotonous and uninteresting appearance, but with its growth in wealth and population, greater diversity and better taste in architecture have resulted. The prevailing style of domestic architecture is that introduced from Spain and used throughout all the Spanish colonies the grouping of one-story buildings round one or two patios, which open on the street through a wide doorway. These residences have heavily barred windows on the street, and flat roofs with V.04P.0698 parapets admirably adapted for defense, the domiciliation of wealthy foreigners, and the introduction of foreign customs and foreign culture have gradually modified the style of architecture, both public and domestic, and modern Buenos Aires is adorned with many costly and attractive public edifices and residences. French Renaissance, lavishly decorated, has become the prevailing style. The Avenue de Olver is particularly noted for the elegance of its private residences, and the new Avenue de Mayo for its display of elaborately ornamented public and business edifices.
while the suburban districts of Belgrano and Flores are distinguished for the attractiveness of their country houses and gardens, a part of the population is greatly overcrowded, one-fifth living in convitillos, or tenement houses, among the city's many plazas, or squares, twelve are especially worthy of mention, viz. 25 de Mayo formerly Victoria on which face the government house and cathedral, San Martin or Retiro, La Valla, Libertad, Loria, Belgrano, 6 de Junio, 1 de Setimbre, Independencia formerly Conception, Constitución, Corrida and 29 de Deciembre, these vary in size from 1 to 3 squares, or 4 to 12 acres each, and are handsomely laid out with flowers, shrubbery, walks and shade trees. There are also two elaborately laid out alamitas, the Ricolata and the Paseo de Julio, the latter on the riverfront and partially absorbed by the Newport Works, and the Great Park at Palermo, officially called 3 de Febrero, which contains 840 acres, beautifully laid out in drives, footpaths, lawns, gardens and artificial lakes. In all, the plazas and parks of Buenos Aires cover an area of 960 acres, the cathedral which is one of the largest in South America, dating from 1752, resembles the Madeleine of Paris in design, and its classical portico facing the Plaza 25 de Mayo has 12 stately Corinthian columns supporting an elaborately sculptured pediment. The Archbishop's Palace Buenos Aires became an archiepiscopal see in 1866 adjoins the cathedral. There are about 25 Roman Catholic churches in the city, one of the richest and most popular of which is the Merced on Call Reconquested and four Protestant churches English, Scottish Presbyterian, American Methodist and German Lutheran, 20 asylums for orphans and indigent persons and one for lunatics are maintained at public expense and by private religious associations, while the demand for organized medical and surgical treatment is met by 15 well-appointed hospitals, having an aggregate of 2,600 beds, and treating 17.000 patients annually. Of these, Five belong to foreign nationalities. The city has six cemeteries covering 230 acres. Among the more noteworthy public buildings are the Casa Rosada Government House, facing the Plaza 25 de Mayo and occupying in part the site of the fort built by Garay in 1580, the new Congress Hall on Calcayado and Avenida de Mayo, finished in 1906 at a cost of about L1.300.000, the new Municipal Hall on Avenida de Mayo, the Bolsa or Exchange distributing reservoir, mint, and some of the more modern educational buildings. Higher education is represented by the University of Buenos Aires, with its several faculties, including law and medicine, and 3562 students 1901, four national colleges, three normal schools and various technical schools. There are, also, a national library, a national museum, a zoological garden and an aquarium. The people are fond of music the drama and amusements, and devote much time and expense to diversions of a widely varied character, from Italian opera to horse racing and polota. They have two or three large public baths, and a large number of social, sporting and athletic clubs. The Portnos, as the residents of Buenos Aires are called, are accustomed to call their city the Paris of America, and not without reason. Buenos Aires has become the principal manufacturing center of the republic and its industrial establishments are numbered by thousands and their capital by hundreds of millions of dollars. The growth of Buenos Aires since settled conditions have prevailed, and especially since its federalism has been very rapid. 
and the city has finally outstripped all rivals and become the largest city of South America. At the time of its first authentic census in 1869, it had a population of 177.767. In 1887, when the suburbs of Belgrano and Flores with an aggregate population of 28.000 were annexed, its population without this increment was estimated at 404.000. In 1895 the national census gave the population as 663.854, and in 1904 a municipal census increased it to 950.891. At the close of 1905 the National Statistical Office estimated it at January 2nd 653. The excess of births over deaths is unusually large about 14 per thousand in 1905. The city has about one-fifth of the population of the whole republic. The government is vested in an intendente municipal mayor appointed by the national executive with the approval of the Senate, and a consejo deliberate legislative council elected by the people and composed of two councillors from each parish. The police force is a military organization under the control of the national executive and the higher municipal courts are subject to the same authority. Every rate there, whether foreigner or native, has the right to vote in municipal elections and to serve in the municipal council. The water supply is drawn from the estuary at Belgrano and conducted 31 to meters to the Ricolated, where three great settling basins, with an aggregate capacity of area code 12000000 gallons, and six acres of covered filters, are located. It is then pumped to the great distributing reservoir at Calls Cordoba and Viamonte, which covers four acres and has a capacity of area code 13500000 gallons. These works were begun in 1873. Up to 1873, when the water and drainage works were initiated by English engineers and contractors, there were no public sewers, and the sanitary state of the city was indescribably bad. The cholera epidemic of 1867-1868, with 15.000 victims, and the yellow fever epidemic of 1871, with 26.000 victims, were greatly intensified by these insanitary conditions. The construction of the sewers lasted about 19 years, when in 1892 the water and drainage works were taken over by the government, and are now administered at public expense and at a profit. The main sewer is 16 meters long and extends southward beyond Kielms. The total cost of the two systems exceeded 6 million sterling. Buenos Aires is now provided with a good water supply, and its sanitary condition compares favorably with that of other great cities, the annual death rate being about 18 per thousand, against 27 per thousand in 1887. Its mean annual temperature is 64 degrees better, and its annual rainfall 34 in. The lighting includes both gas and electricity, the former dating from 1856. Previously to that time street lighting had been affected at first with lamps burning mare's grease, and then with tallow candles. The streets were at first paved with cobblestones, then with dressed granite paving stones parallelopipedons, and finally with wood and asphalt. The tram service is in the hands of nine private companies, operating 313 meters of track 31st of December 1905 on almost five-sevenths of which electric traction is employed. The city is the principal terminus and port for nearly all the trunk railway lines of the Republic, which have large passenger stations at the Retiro, once to Sedingre, and Constitucion plazas, and are connected with the Central Produce Market and the new Madero Port. The great Central Produce Market at Barracas al Sudmercado Central de Frutos, 
whose lands, buildings, railway sidings, machinery and mold cost L750.000, is designed to handle the pastoral and agricultural products of the country on a large scale, while 20 markets in the city meet the needs of local consumers. The most important feature of the port of Buenos Aires is the Madero docks, constructed to enlarge and improve its shipping facilities. Improvements have been begun in 1872 at the Moca, as the port on the Riachulu is called, and nearly L1.500.000 was spent there in landing facilities and dredging a channel 12 meters in length to deep water. These improvements were found insufficient and in 1887 work was begun on plans executed by Sir John Hawkshaw for a series of four docks and two basins in front of the city, occupying three meters of reclaimed shoreline, and connected with deep water by two dredged channels. The north basin is provided with two dry docks, and the new keys are equipped with 24 warehouses, hydraulic cranes, and 28 meters of railway sidings and connections. The total cost of the Newport Works V.04 P.0699 up to 1908 was about L8.000.000 Sterling Area Code 4000000 Gold. In September of that year it was decided by Congress to borrow L5.000.000 for still further extensions which were found to be required. The channels to deep water require constant dredging because of the great quantity of silt deposited by the river, and on the sandalide purposes an expenditure of L560.000 was voted in 1908. In 1907 there were 29.178 shipping entries in the port, with an aggregate of area code 13335737 tons, the merchandise movement being 4.360.000 tons imports and 2.900.000 tons of produce exports. The revenues for 1907 were 5.452.000 gold, and working expenses, 2.214.000 gold, the profit 3.229.000 being equal to about 8 on the cost of construction. History Three attempts were made to establish a colony where the city of Buenos Aires stands. The first was in 1535 by Don Pedro de Mendoza with a large and well-equipped expedition from Spain, which, through mismanagement and the hostility of the Indians, resulted in complete failure. An expedition sent up the river by Mendoza founded Asuncion, and thither went the colonists from his Santa Maria de Buenos Aires when that settlement was abandoned. The second was in 1542 by a part of the expedition from Spain under Caves de Vaca, but with as little success. The third was in 1580 by Don Juan de Garay, governor of Paraguay, who had already established a halfway post at Santa Fe in 1573, and from this attempt dates the foundation of the city, the need of a port near the sea, where supplies from Spain could be received and ships provisioned, was keenly felt by the Spanish colonists at Asuncion and Garay's expedition down the Paraná in 1580 had that special object in view. Garay built a fort and laid out a town in the prescribed Spanish style above Mendoza's abandoned settlement, giving it the name of Ciudad de los Santisima Trinidad, but retaining Mendoza's descriptive name for the port in appreciation of the agreeable and invigorating atmosphere of that locality. Buenos Aires remained a dependency of Asuncion until 1620 when the Spanish settlements of the La Plata region were divided into three provinces, Paraguay, Tucumán and Buenos Aires, and Garales, city, became the capital of the latter and also the seat of a new bishopric, 
the increasing population and trade of the low plate settlements naturally contributed to the importance and prosperity of Buenos Aires, but Spain seems to have taken very little interest in the town at that time. Peru still dazzled the imagination with her stores of gold and silver, and the king and his counselors and merchants had no thought for the little trading station on the low plate for which one small shipment of supplies each year was at first thought sufficient. The proximity of the Portuguese settlements of Brazil and the unprotected state of the coast, however, made smuggling easy, and the colonists soon learned to supply their own needs in that way. The heavy seigniorage tax on gold and silver, and the costs of transportation by way of Panama, also sent a stream of contraband metal from Charcas to Buenos Aires, where it found eager buyers among the Portuguese traders from Brazil who even founded the town of Colonia on the opposite bank of the estuary to facilitate their hazardous traffic. In time the magnitude of these operations attracted attention at Madrid and efforts were made to suppress them, but without complete success until more liberal provisions were made to promote trade between Spain and her colonies. In 1776 the Rio de la Plata provinces were erected into a viceroyalty, and Buenos Aires became its capital. Two years later the old commercial restrictions were abolished and a new code was promulgated, so liberal in character compared with the old that it was called the free trade regulations. Under the old system all intercourse with foreign countries had been prohibited, with the exception of Great Britain and Portugal the former having a contract 1715-1739 to introduce African slaves, and permission to send one shipload of merchandise each year to certain colonial ports and the latter's Brazilian colonies having permission to import from Buenos Aires each year 2,000 fanegas of wheat, 500 quintals of jerk beef and 500 of tallow. The African slaves introduced into Buenos Aires in this way were limited to 800 a year, and were the only slaves of that character ever received except some from Brazil after 1778, when greater commercial activity in the port created a sudden demand for laborers. Under the new regulations nine ports in Spain and 24 in the colonies were declared puertos habilitados, or ports of entry, and trade between them was permitted, though under many restrictions. The effect of this change may be seen in the exportation of hides to the mother country, which had been only 150.000 a year before 1778, but rose to 700.000 and 800.000 a year after that date. For the later history of the city see Argentina, A.J.L. Buff from F.R. Buffley, a buffalo, a leather originally made from the skin of the buffalo, now also from the skins of other animals, of a dull pale yellow color, used for making the buff kit or jerkin, a leathern military coat, the old 3rd foot regiment of the line in the British Army now the East Camp Regiment, and the old 78th foot now 2nd Battalion C4th Highlanders, are called the Buffs and the Rothshire Buffs, respectively from the yellow or buff color of their facings, the term is commonly used now of the color alone, Buffalo, a city and port of entry, and the county seat of Erie County, New York, USA the second city in population in the state, and the eighth in the United States, at the extremity of Lake Erie, and at the upper end of the Niagara River, distant by rail from New York City 423 meters from Boston 499 meters and from Chicago 540 meters, the site of the city, which has an area of 42 square meters is a broad, undulating tract, rising gradually from the lake to an elevation of from 50 to 80 feet its altitude averaging somewhat less than 600 feet above sea level. The high land and temperate climate, and the excellent drainage and water supply systems, 
make Buffalo one of the most healthy cities in the United States, its death rate in 1900 being 14.8 per thousand, and in 1907 15.58, as originally planned by Joseph Ellicott. The plan of Buffalo somewhat resembled that of Washington, but the plan was much altered and even then not adhered to. Buffalo today has broad and spacious streets, most of which are lined by trees, and many small parks and squares. The municipal park system is one of unusual beauty, consisting of a chain of parks with a total area of about 1030 acres, encircling the city and connected by boulevards and driveways. The largest is Delaware Park, about 365 acres, including a lake of 461 to acres. In the north part of the city, the north part of the park was enclosed in the grounds of the Pan American Exposition of 1901. Adjoining it is the Forest Lawn Cemetery in which are monuments to President Millard Fillmore, and to the famous Seneca Chief Red Jacket 1751-1830, a friend of the Whites, who was faithful when approached by Tecumseh and the Prophet, and warned the Americans of their danger, by many he has been considered the greatest orator of his race. Among the other parks are Casanova Park, Humboldt Park, South Park on the Lake Shore, and, the front, on a bluff overlooking the source of the Niagara River, in the last is Fort Porter named in honor of Peter B. Porter, where the United States government maintains a garrison. Principal Buildings Buffalo is widely known for the beauty of its residential sections, the houses being for the most part detached, set well back from the street, and surrounded by attractive lawns. Among the principal buildings are the Federal Building, erected at a cost of 2.000.000, the city and county hall, costing 1.500.000, with a clock tower 245 feet high, the city convention hall, the chamber of commerce, the builders exchange, the masonic temple, two state armories, the prudential, fidelity trust, white and mutual life buildings, the tech, star and chase park theaters, and the Ellicott square building, one of the largest office structures in the world, and, in Delaware Park, the Albright Art Gallery, and the Buffalo Historical Society Building, which was originally the New York State Building erected for the Pan American Exposition held in 1901. Among the social clubs the Buffalo, the University, the Park, the Saturn and the Country Clubs, and among the hotels the Iroquois, Lafayette, Niagara and Genesee, may be especially mentioned. There are many handsome churches including Street Joseph's Roman Catholic and Street Paul's Protestant Episcopal Cathedrals, V.04P.0700 and Trinity Protestant Episcopal, the Westminster Presbyterian, the Delaware Avenue Baptist, and the First Presbyterian Churches, Education, in addition to the usual high-end grammar schools, the city itself supports a city training school for teachers, and a system of night schools and kindergartens. Here, too, is a state normal school. The University of Buffalo organized in 1845 comprises schools of medicine 1845, law 1887, dentistry 1892, and pharmacy 1886. Canese's College is a Roman Catholic Jesuit institution for men established in 1870 and chartered in 1883, having in 1907 a college department and an academic or high school department, and a library of about 26.000 volumes. Martin Luther Seminary, established in 1854, is a theological seminary of the Evangelical Lutheran Church. Among the best-known schools are the Academy of the Sacred Heart, Buffalo Seminary, the Franklin and the Heathcote Schools, Holy Angels and Street Mary's Academies, 
St. Joseph's Collegiate Institute, and St. Margaret's School for Girls. The Buffalo Public Library, founded in 1837, is housed in a fine building erected in 1887 valued at 1.000.000, and contains about 300.000 books and pamphlets. Other important libraries, with the approximate number of their books, are the Grosvenor founded in 1859. For reference 75.000 volumes and 7,000 pamphlets, the John C. Lord, housed in the building of the Historical Society 10.620, the Law 8th Judicial District 17.000, the Catholic Institute 12.000, and the Library of the Buffalo Historical Society founded 1860-26.600, now in the handsome building in Delaware Park used as the New York State Building during the Pan-American Exposition of 1901. The Buffalo Society of Natural Sciences has a museum in the public library building. Public institutions, the hospitals and the charitable and correctional institutions are numerous and are well administered. Many private institutions are richly endowed. Among the hospitals are a state hospital for the insane, the Erie County, the Buffalo General, the Children's, the United States Marine maintained by the federal government, the German, the homeopathic, the women's, the German Deaconess and the Riverside Hospitals, and the Buffalo Hospital of the Sisters of Charity. Nurses training schools are connected with most of these. Among the charitable institutions are the Home for the Friendless, the Buffalo, St. Vincent's and St. Joseph's Orphan Asylums, St. John's Orphan Home, St. Mary's Asylum for Widows and Foundlings, and the Ingleside Home for Erring Women. One of the most noteworthy institutions in the city is the Charity Organization Society, with headquarters in Fitch Institute, founded in 1877. It was the first in the United States and its manifold activities have not only contributed much to the amelioration of social conditions in Buffalo, but have caused it to be looked to as a model upon which similar institutions have been founded elsewhere. The first newspaper, the Gazetta Weekly, was established in 1811 and became the commercial, a daily, in 1835. The first daily was the Courier, established in 1831. There were in 1908 11 daily papers published three of which were in German and two in Polish. The weekly papers include several in German, three in Polish, and one in Italian. Government and Population Buffalo is governed under an amended city charter of 1896 by which the government is vested in a bicameral city council, and a mayor elected for a term of four years. The mayor appoints the heads of the principal executive department's health, civil service, parks, police and fire. The city clerk is elected by the city council. The municipality maintains several well-equipped public baths, and owns its water supply system, the water being obtained from Lake Erie. The city is lighted by electricity generated by the water power of Niagara Falls, and by manufactured gas, gas, obtained by pipelines from the Ohio, Pennsylvania and the Canadian well and natural gas fields, is also used extensively for lighting and heating purposes. From the first census enumeration in 1820 the population has steadily and rapidly increased from about 2,000 till it reached 352.387 inhabitants in 1900, and 423.715.20 increase in 1910. In 1900 there were 248.135 native-born and 104.2524 inborn, 350.586 were white and only 1801 colored of whom 1698 were Negroes, of the native-born whites, 
155.716 had either one or both parents foreign born, and of the total population 93.256 were of a mixed German parentage. Of the foreign born population 36.720 were German, the other large elements in their order of importance being Polish, Canadian, Irish, the British other than Irish. Various sections of the poorer part of the city are occupied almost exclusively by the immigrants from Poland, Hungary and Italy. Communications and commerce, situated almost equidistant from Chicago, Boston and New York, Buffalo, by reason of its favorable location in respect to a lake transportation and its position on the principal northern trade route between the east and west, has become one of the most important commercial and industrial centers in the Union. Some 14 trunk lines have terminals at, or pass through, Buffalo. Tracks of a belt line transfer company encircle the city, and altogether there are more than 500 meters of track within the limits of Buffalo. Of great importance also is the Lake Commerce. Almost all the great steamship transportation lines of the Great Lakes have an eastern terminus at Buffalo, which thus has direct passenger and freight connection with Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, Milwaukee and the head of the lakes, Duluth Superior. With the latter port it is connected by the Great Northern Steamship Company, a subsidiary line of the Great Northern Railway, the passenger service of which is carried on by what are probably the largest and finest inland passenger steamships in existence. The tonnage of the port of Buffalo is considerably more than 5.000.000 tons annually, with a waterfront of approximately 20 meters and with 8 to 10 meters of wharfs. The shipping facilities have been greatly increased by the extensive harbor improvements undertaken by the federal government. These improvements comprise a series of inner breakwaters and piers and an outer breakwater of stone and cement, 4 meters in length, constructed at a cost of more than 2.000.000. Another artery of trade of great importance is the Erie Canal, which here has its western terminus, and whose completion 1825 gave the first impetus to Buffalo's commercial growth. With the Canadian shore Buffalo is connected by ferry, and by the International Bridge from Squaw Island, which cost 1.500.000 and was completed in 1873. It is as a distributing center for the manufactured products of the east to the west, and for the raw products of the west to the east, and for the transshipment from lake to a rail and vice versa, that Buffalo occupies a position of greatest importance. It is one of the principal grain and flour markets in the world. Here in 1843 Joseph Dart erected the first grain elevator ever constructed. In 1906 the grain elevators had a capacity of between 20 and 30 millions of bushels, and annual receipts of more than area code 200000000 bushels. The receipts of flour approximate area code 10000000 barrels yearly. More than area code 10000000 head of livestock are handled in a year in extensive stockyards 75 acres at East Buffalo, and the horse market is the largest in America. Other important articles of commerce are lumber, the receipts of which average area code 200000000 for per annum, fish area code 15000000 pounds annually, and iron ore and coal, part of which however, is handled at Tonawanda, really a part of the port of Buffalo. Buffalo is the port of entry of Buffalo Creek Customs District. In 1908 its imports were valued at 6.708.919, and its exports at area code 26192563. Manufactures. 
As a manufacturing center Buffalo ranks next to New York among the cities of the state. The manufacturers were valued in 1900 at area code 122230061, of which area code 1056271821 was the value of the factory product. An increase of 22.2 over 1890, value of factory product in 1905, area code 1473778738. The value of the principal products in 1900 was as follows, slaughtering and meat packing. 9.631.187 in 1905 slaughtering and meat packing area code 12216433 and slaughtering not including meat packing 3.919.940 foundry and machine shop products 6.816.057905 area code 11402855 linseed oil 6.271.170 Cars and shop construction. 4.513.333.1905. 3.609.471. Malt liquors. 4.269.973.1905. 5.187.216. Soap and candles. 3.818.571 in Flour and grist mill products. 3.263.697.1905.9.807.906. Lumber and planing mill products. 3.095.760.1905.4.186.668. Clothing. 3.246.723.1905. 3.246.723.1905. 4.231.126. Iron and steel products. 2.624.547. Other industrial establishments of importance include petroleum refineries, shipyards, brick, stone and lime works, saddlery and harness factories, lithographing establishments, patent medicine works, chemical works and copper smelters and refineries. Some of the plants are among the largest in existence, notably the Union and the Wagner Palace Car Works, the Union Dry Docks, the steel plants of the Lackawanna Iron and Steel Company, and the Larkin Soap Factory. History. The first white men to visit the site of Buffalo were undoubtedly the adventurous French trappers and various Jesuit missionaries. Near here, on the east bank of the Niagara River at the mouth of Cayuga Creek, La Salle in 1679 built his ship the Griffin, and at the mouth of the river built Fort Condy, which, however, was burned in the same year. In 1687 Marquis de Dinonville built at the mouth of the river a fort which was named in his honor and was the predecessor of the fortifications on or near the same site successively called Fort Niagara, and the neighborhood was the scene of military operations up to the close of the War of Independence. As early as 1784 the present site of the city of Buffalo came to be known as the Buffalo Creek region, either from the herds of buffalo or bison which, according to Indian tradition, had frequented the salt licks of the creek, or more probably from an Indian chief. A little later, possibly in 1788-1789, Cornelius Winnie, an Indian trader, built a cabin near the mouth of the creek and thus became the first permanent white resident. Slowly other settlers gathered. The land was a part of the original Phelps Gorham purchase, and subsequent.